attention to the words. His head was pounding, and his eyes refused to stay open without effort. All his concentration was focused on keeping his nausea under control until the service reached a conclusion. I pronounce you husband and wife in the sight of God. Gerard's powerful frame swayed as he shifted from one foot to the other. He gazed down at the figure of the veiled woman beside him. Her small hand trembled inside his. When he smiled at her, she jerked it angrily away. His lips curled wryly at the gesture. Daphne de Vere had every right to be angry. Although their marriage had been ordained since childhood, this clandestine affair was not what she had envisaged. Unfortunately, his dalliance with Daphne on the eve of his departure for America had left them with no choice. He had been caught in Daphne's chamber. The invitation had been hers, a chance to say farewell in private. Her kisses had been surprisingly seductive for a maid, the wine he had consumed heady. His mind was a blank to what had actually taken place between them, but his state of undress had told its own story when her stepfather had aroused him with a well-placed foot in the rear. Daphne had been huddled in a chair, her eyes had been red from weeping, her bodice torn. She had avoided his eyes as he had been hustled away by her stepfather and his two male companions. He rubbed a sore spot on his jaw. They had been none too gentle with him, but under the circumstances he considered he had got off lightly. "'The ceremony is over, sir. I bid you good night.' Spots appeared before Gerard's eyes as his head jerked towards the voice. Clutching the back of the pew, he waited until the accompanying dizziness abated before allowing his eyes to focus on Daphne's stepfather. Contempt painted the pale, glittering eyes of the Marquis. His smile was a sneer, as were those of his two companions, men who'd sell their souls to the devil if there were a guinea to be earned. Lynch Cross. Jerry's acknowledgment of the man bordered on insolence. There was a long-standing feud between their two families, one that would end only when the Marquis was dead. "'You seem loath to kiss your bride,' the Marquis mocked, his fingers closing around Daphne's wrist. "'If you don't want her, I'll take her to France with me.' "'No!' A terrified sob came from beneath the veil. Gerard's lips tightened in distaste as he knocked the man's hand aside. The Marquis's shadow in France had as unsavoury a reputation as its owner. "'As you will.' Lynchcross yawned as he turned away. My daughter is your responsibility now. May you each find pleasure in each other. Her servants and chattels will be dispatched to your residence forthwith. Daphne is not your daughter, Gerard reminded him as the three men retreated towards the door. Had your blood flowed in her veins, I'd not have considered marriage, whatever the circumstances. Raucous laughter greeted his words as the door slammed shut. Throwing his cloak about his shoulders, Gerard turned to his bride. "'Come, Daphne, stop your weeping. I'll take you to my grandmother's house.' Her veiled head turned slowly towards him. "'I'm not Daphne de Vere.' Impatience darkened his pewter grey eyes. He was in no mood for jesting. The hour was late, his luggage and servant already aboard the East Indiaman that would convey them across the Atlantic. He should have met Charles, his friend and travelling companion, an hour ago. And I'm not Gerard Lytton, Viscount of Summersley, heir to the earldom of Lytton, I suppose. You've been duped, my lord. Puzzled, he gazed down at her. I'm Willow Givenchy, daughter to the Marquis Lynchcross. What foolishness is this? His eyes narrowed. A rumour has it the daughter of the Marquis died in childhood. Then rumour is wrong. I am she. 
The simple statement shafted dread into Gerard's heart. "'Remove your veil, madam.' Fear was evident in her every move. Her hand fluttered upward like a bird against her chest. She gave a cry when he reached out and plucked the veil from her face. "'God's truth!' The soaring vaulted roof sent the blasphemy echoing back at him. The maid was young, about fourteen. Violet eyes fringed with dark lashes dominated a pale, tear-stained face. A torrent of dark hair poured down her back in shining ripples. "'What devil's mischief is this?' he muttered. "'Who are you?'